Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, welcome back, beautiful people. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payment Daniel Port. And firstly, I wanted to thank all our viewers and listeners for your feedback. We definitely appreciate it, and uh, we're glad to see you guys are learning a little something. Uh, also, thank you for the emails that you've been sending, because this is how we are ultimately determining what our topics are. So keep those uh, ask, keep frequently asked questions coming because uh, pretty soon we're going to have some episodes that are strictly uh, that, uh, isolated for frequently asked questions that you... And guys, whoever is not checking out our YouTube channel and TikTok, go check it out because uh, sometimes, you know, a lot of you guys are visual and want to see this uh, instead of just listen to it. And there's a full full YouTube channel for the Forever Young podcast and there's a TikTok page. So check them out. Let us know what you think. So today is kind of a fun topic. And I know that uh, in the past, you've always heard about the mommy makeover. And, and, you know, the interesting part is we've noticed a definite increase in the amount of men coming to the practice. Absolutely. And I think that uh, long gone are the days where we just say, oh, you know, men can age like fine wines because we're looking at our counterparts saying, wait, if they're going to look younger and better, why can't we do the same? Absolutely. So today, this fun topic. And, you know, the interesting part is what also is happening is there are a lot of a lot more older daddies. So including myself, um, I became a father at the age of 50. Uh, so it's very imperative. It's very important for us. And I could say that because it's really me and, and all the others to maintain the way we look and the way we feel because we want to be as young, again, appearing and physically and mentally um, for our children as they get older because you don't want to be like the old daddy. So this this whole concept of the daddy do-over has become a really, really big deal. Um, and it runs the gamut of everything when it comes to plastic surgery. And we're, we're going to kind of talk about it. How should we do this? Go from head to toe and minimally invasive to... Uh, to more surgical stuff because again we see it all and it's interesting i see more women bringing their husbands mm -hmm. that i have ever and it's interesting because they'll they're they're going for it now yeah, 10 years I, ago they'd be like don't touch me i don't want that well you know it was interesting because you always had this negative connotation associated with plastic surgery but now because it's becoming so widely accepted um, I've never seen so many neck lifts and facelifts in, uh, you know, in my career that I have in the past year. So the daddy do-over to me is just like it would be for mommy. You know, mommy makeover originally was where you're fixing breasts, fixing tummy, maybe a little bit of lipo. But that has extended because 
people just want to feel younger. And so it went to upper eyelids, lower eyelids, uh, rhinoplasty, neck lifts, things like that. And so I think, why don't we stick to our strengths? I'll talk about when we go from head to toe, I'll start top down to the neck. You take over from there. Perfect. Um, because what I've been seeing is this. Listen, you know, we always say eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest bangs for your buck, because believe it or not, you know, throw a mask on, throw a hat on, and your family and friends will still know exactly who you are because of your eyes. Absolutely. And so if we want to just reverse the clock just a little bit. So let's say if we're going top down, let's start with the hair. The idea behind looking younger. So for the whole total daddy do-over um, is, you know, that receding hairline, the thinning hair, hair transplantation, single follicular unit hair transplantation. So... I would say that's one of the most common things that people are coming in for uh, when they're trying to do a, a quick overhaul. The second, when we look at the position of the brow, I think it's more acceptable for men to have a lower brooding heavy brow because it just tends to look more masculine. Sometimes the brow gets so heavy that it's a little difficult for you to see past your, uh, your scraggly eyebrows. And so the idea is, can we raise the brow ever so slightly? Yes, you can. It depends on you know how long your forehead is, where the incisions are going to be placed. Um, because sometimes we do what's called a direct excision. You hide the incision in the, uh, the very upper aspect of the eyebrow, and you can get a pretty strong lift based off of removing that skin. But what's more common is really to remove some of the excess skin from the upper eyelid. And you have to imagine, the pattern for a male is slightly different for than a female. And I think sometimes this is where we went wrong. You know, when you look at the Kenny Rogers effect, it was because they're trying to use a female pattern on a male, and that does not work. You don't need to see the entire upper eyelid for a male. Um, you know, we want to see that thin rim. We just don't want the skin to roll over the, uh, the eyelashes, okay? Um, so that's one of the most common things. The second uh, that is usually paired with that are the lower eyelids, the bags under the eyes that make us look tired. If you want a quick refresh, you get a lower blepharoplasty. Game changer. It really will. Now, usually what I say is there is a good, better and best version of a lower eyelid, okay? The good version, that's where, you know, you can uh, remove the puffiness, okay? So hidden incisions inside the lid, you remove some of that puffiness. The better version is do the same thing, remove the puffiness, but add some fat of your, add some fat or filler to your, the mid portion of the face. That way the transition between the lower lid and the cheek is much smoother, and really as you age, you lose fat in the face anyway. And so that would be the better version. Best would be a combination of the first two, and then you laser the skin of the lower eyelid. You know, if I were, if you're, if you're at it, just do the whole face. But mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, at least laser the skin to the lower eyelid because what it does not only does it thicken up the skin, it visually tightens the skin, uh, and so uh, it just makes it look more youthful. So. Then when we move to rhinoplasty, believe it or not, a new study was recently published showing that the average individual looked four years younger after a rhinoplasty. And so the combination of these things, I know, it's amazing. That's actually really great. It does one of two things. Um, You know, nose is really 
believe it or not, a secondary characteristic. And that's why, you know, you put a mask on and people still recognize you for you. So unless you walk into a room sideways, you can pretty much put anyone's nose on your face and people will still recognize you because of that characteristic. Now, uh, it does two things. One, it makes you look younger, but what it does, it makes the rest of the face more, uh, uh, more symmetric. And, uh, you know, when uh, I always find it fascinating that when you look at someone, our brains naturally take the better, takes the better half and replicates it. That's why the common phrase, they look better in person. Photos don't do that, obviously. But when you symmetrize the nose, now when you're, when the brain scans the image of a face, now it doesn't have to work hard to, to symmetrize the nose. Now it symmetrizes the rest of the face. So people tend to look more symmetric. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When we start moving down the face, um, when we look at the lower face and neck, um, I have a lot of males that come in. They're in their 50s and they say, what can I do about this neck? Listen, again, we start looking at the degree of laxity of skin and that's where you can do multiple things. You can either perform liposuction, liposuction with radio frequency, or you use something called a deep neck. A deep neck lift ultimately is uh, will give you that contour that you had when you were 18, if you ever did have it. Um, and if you didn't, we can create it. And so lastly, uh, we start getting into the facelift realm. Now, most people say, oh, especially as males, a lot of them will say, oh my gosh, I don't want to look strange. We've seen so much work out there that just uh, looks unnatural. A deep plane facelift in a male will be virtually undetectable. That looks extremely natural. We hide the incisions in the hairline, inside the ear, back behind the ear crease, and back into the hairline. So even your hairdresser shouldn't really see that once you're healed. So I still think that a male can get a great contour. You know, again, if you come to me and you've got a turkey neck, there's no way we're just doing a a regular neck lift because it'll make the rest of the face look unnatural. And that's when you start adding the at least the mid and lower face to that neck lift. So um, from that standpoint, I think uh, as far as the daddy do-over, this is one of those things that now your kids are in high school or leaving for college. You, you want to look younger, um, and, and these are some ways to do it. And it's interesting because a couple of things that, that John just said, I notice this because I do so much surgery with you or I see the schedules. A lot of men are opting to do all of these procedures at a much younger age, mm-hmm. and again, it's it's for multiple re, you know multiple variety of reasons. Um, but that facelift that was so taboo at forty or fifty is now commonplace, and it's really people are like, I want to look good. The one the one thing I really wanted to kind of touch on because this is something that we have uh, very commonly asked in this practice is. 
if someone's doing a procedure with you, let's um, let's just say somebody comes in and wants to do a quad bluff, so mm-hmm. upper and lower eyelids and lower eyelids, but also wants a hair transplant. Can that be done at the same time? No. So here's the thing. It's we very to, important, guys. This is actually a great question. You know, anytime you're operating on the face, you have to imagine when you get a hair transplantation, the donor site is usually from the back, from the sides as well, but from the back, which means when you lay in the chair, you are face down. So the, you can't, uh, you know, then, the, then the, the flip side of that is you turn uh, supine when you're laying on your back for the grafts usually be placed in the front or the top. And so uh, after we operate on the face, we definitely can't lay you face down. And when you are laying face up, uh, the, the issue is that many times when we operate on the face, the techs would get in the way mm-hmm. when you're putting in the hair transplantation. And, and so that, I would put three months in between. Yeah, and that, and that really, it goes for all procedures. The, the hair transplantation is a standalone procedure that's done under local anesthesia. You don't even have to be put, nobody gets put to sleep. It's, it's a full day affair, but it should be left alone to being just a standalone procedure. So a lot of people come in, they ask that because they think they're going to sleep, they can also do a hair transplant. They should be done. Um, they should be two separate procedures. Now, with that, I'm going to kind of continue on to to the other areas of the body. And the one thing that I was reading over the weekend that I thought was really interesting, and uh, there was a survey that was, that was done, American Society of Plastic Surgeons, for women that had mommy makeovers. And it said that their husbands had gained the pregnancy weight <laughs> and needed to lose it. So it's very interesting because I just had a baby almost two years ago. And the one thing I remember my wife saying to me is, don't think you're not going to gain weight while I'm gaining it. Yeah. So most of these these husbands, that you know, most of us, we want to be really supportive to our wives and we end up gaining some weight as well. So, so the daddy do-over really kind of most commonly is is for areas, for example, what are called the moobs or the mitts, okay? Um, That's very, very common. And actually, this is taken off the American Society of Plastic Surgeons website to to reduce the, the size of the chest. So not necessarily for what's called gynecomastia, but this is just, you know, you've got a little extra fat in, in your chest or or by what are we call the axillary folds, or the area underneath your armpit. Um, very common as we get older, we put on weight, we can't lose it. Liposculpting or liposuction of any of these areas, whether it's the belly or the back or the love handles or the chest, seems to be the most common procedure for the daddy do-over. Now, like Dr. Lakey was talking about with the neck, it's the same for the for every Everything else. If there is minimal lipodystrophy or a little bit of lipodystrophy with no skin laxity, and lipodystrophy just means there's extra fat, um, we could just do conventional liposuction using power assisted liposuction. If we need a little bit of skin tightening, we can add radiofrequency. Some people had Renuvion, J Plasma, other types of, of skin tightening treatments. And then lastly, if there's extra skin for maybe massive weight loss, somebody has taken, you know, has had so much weight that they've taken Ozempic or uh, the, the other weight loss kind of, of treatments, and they need actual skin excision, that can apply to the chest, the back, the belly, and there are different ways of trying to hide the incisions. Now, if you don't want to have surgical treatments, then there's non-surgical treatments, which are things like cool sculpting. And I know that there's been a lot of news out there that says cool sculpting doesn't work, but it works great. And for somebody who, who has a very busy schedule, doesn't want to undergo any type of procedure, um, but does want to get rid of certain areas that are, are making him, you know, 
not feel so great about themselves. Doing cool sculpting is great. One treatment treats uh, an area and 20 to 30% of the, of the fat can be eliminated in about three months. Works wonderful. We've done podcasts about it. And then we like to kind of put that together with what's called M-Sculpt for for daddies that have lost their six pack and they want to build that muscle again. This is a kind of a uh, cheating way of doing it. M-Sculpt, like we've done on many other podcasts, 20,000 sit-ups in 30 minutes, electromagnetic energy that's basically applied to an area of muscle. could be for the biceps, for the triceps, for the gastrocs, and then mostly for the rectus, which is the, the abdominal muscles. And it works really, really well. Mm-hmm. The The other kind of things that that we can do is, again, any areas that need fine-tuning. Someone's thighs are a little too thick. Again, liposuction can be a great way to treat all of those things. Now, one thing we didn't touch on is other non-invasives. So surgical correction of any of these things are always our go-to because we're plastic surgeons. But some people don't have the time. They're very busy. And some simple things like a little bit of filler in the face or or just regular maintenance Botox to keep those wrinkles away because let's say you're a 50, 55-year-old man and you're married to a 30-some-odd-year-old woman and you just had two babies. Well, you don't want to be the father that looks like the kid's grandfather. <laughs> so you want to kind of keep up with this. And and these are the simple treatments or, or, or the daddy do-overs. Um, most of these, these procedures, again, the surgical procedures that we've all talked about, they take about anywhere between three and seven days for you to recover and be back up to going back to work and doing everything. Maybe the facelift a couple days more, but most of the other things, you bounce back and you get back to doing whatever you can pretty quickly. Results for most of our procedures can be seen immediately, but they'll get better and better and better over time. I always tell people liposuction of an area, your final results are about three months. They might even get better six months later. Combining procedures is great. Liposuction and M-Sculpt. Things like that to even get even a more pronounced type of, of procedure. Anything I missed? Uh, I was going to say, listen, for those men who are listening to this saying, ah, that's not for me. I'm, not, I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, I feel a little older. Here's one thing that I would consider as a, an introduction. If you came in, obviously, let's say you've been getting your regular Botox or you haven't. I mean, obviously, that would be my first step. But a lot of times, guys don't pay attention to their skin. So obviously, outside of an appropriate skincare regimen, which doesn't have to be eight different things, you really just need three things. Uh, I would use a vitamin C serum. It is outside of a cleanser and a, a, a sunscreen, but vitamin C serum, a retinol solution at night, and a good moisturizer. That's it. Um, and so, but if you're thinking of per procedure and you say, look, I, I don't know that I necessarily have weeks and weeks and weeks of downtime, but let's say you've got a week and you don't want to look too much different. You just want to look a little younger. I would start by getting a little Botox, undergoing an upper blepharoplasty, which is the upper eyelid surgery, and doing a CO2 laser of the face and neck because that will even out skin tone. So all those dark spots that you're developing on your face, and once you even out the skin tone, and visually tighten some of it, uh, you're gonna take years off. And so that's a great way to step into the world of uh, anti-aging. That's actually a great idea. So I think, you know, that, and let's say, 
you don't want to uh, change the upper eyelids or anything like that. Sometimes doing the lower eyelids with that CO2 laser uh, can be a game changer as well. So, um, you know, maybe you're not ready to come in and do neck uh, surgery or anything like that. We do have all different kinds of radio frequency and injections that can dissolve fat, things like that. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're looking, let's say the biggest bang for your buck would be you fix the area that people see the most, your eyes. And so I would do upper eyelids, CO2 laser for the face and neck, and call it a day. Yeah, absolutely. And and one just simple point that some people don't kind of, for a lot of people, people want to look great for their vacations. So whether they're, they're it's in the summer or in the winter, plan accordingly. I always tell people, doing things in the fall is a great idea, or even, even like in the winter, great great idea uh, because it gives you enough time to to get yourself recuperated and also either event ready or vacation ready where you go out with your kids and and their friends and then their parents so you can kind of be like hey even if i am in my 50s i look as good as you do in your 30s because it is very very possible if you take good care of yourself and you continue Tiny little tweaks that we can help you with can get you where where the people are that are 20 years younger than you, um, but you'll look just as good. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, uh, for all you dads out there, uh, great job. Uh, we know you deserve uh, a, a little bit of accolades as well. So uh, keep up the good work. And if you are looking to look younger, uh, we, hopefully you've learned something today. So in any case, uh, thank you so much for spending time with us. Again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielport. You can watch us on our YouTube page, TikTok, or you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace. <laughs>